Practical Prepping Podcast. We're helping everyday people become prepared for whatever emergencies come our way. Where gear is good, but knowledge is better because the more you know, the less you have to carry. We're your hosts, Mark and Krista Lawley. Well, greetings and welcome to the podcast. This is episode number 157, and today is Monday, February the 7th of 2022. Our topic today is pocket carry kits and items. And the way I got to this is I needed something not too long ago and I wound up having to borrow one because I didn't have mine with me. And I got to noticing that I had become a little lax in what I carried every day and some other things that I could add to carrying and some little pocket kits that I have built and can build and begin to carry as well. Before we start, I do want to say thank you to those who have emailed us. We sure do appreciate some of you have emailed and checked on us after the storms in Alabama. Some have emailed and checked on us after the COVID episodes that we had. And we just want to let you know that we really appreciate you taking your time to do that to email us, and even to have us in your prayers. Now, we advocate carrying an EDC bag and a car bag or get-home bag. And what I mean by that, I noticed a number of years ago that you women carry purses, and those purses have quite a few things in those that you need from time to time, and you can dig around in there and find that and have what it is that you needed. And I began to look at that. And many, many years ago, I began to carry a shoulder bag of some type. It was a messenger bag at one point in time. It was a camera bag at one time converted to my personal use. It was a computer bag that I used. I've had a number of different computer bags that I've used. And I've used just backpacks over the years. And I really do enjoy carrying that EDC bag, or as some people say, a man purse, or a Merce, or my possibles bag. But you ladies had a great idea on that purse idea, but I'll let you keep those high-heeled shoes. That's just not for me. I'm not going to steal that idea. But we do want to talk about pocket carry kits and items that we can carry on ourselves and have as we need those. Just to mention our sponsor for today, and that is ProLine Digital Group. Now, ProLine handles all of our website construction and our hosting, and they were so easy to work with, just fantastic folks, very responsive to our questions, offered some things that we had not thought about, and in the long run, made it a lot better than what we envisioned. They also do logo design, and that includes ours. If you've seen our podcast logo or our website logo, that was designed by ProLine Digital Group. Now, they also offer digital lead generation, and this is great for service businesses. It's great for attorneys. It's great for landscapers, lawn care people, pest control folks, even product sales. And it's a great way to generate leads for your business. 
So contact Proline Designs at ProLineDesigns.us or you can click their link from the website or from our show notes. Now let's get into our topic and that is the pocket carry kits and items that we carry. Now coming up not too distant future, we're going to be doing an episode strictly on the EDC bag, EDC everyday carry, and the get home bag or what we call our car bags. We do advocate carrying that EDC bag and a car bag. Now, in the EDC bag, you can carry more items than you carry in your pockets. Just some of the things that I carry in mine, I carry a portable power bank, and I used that a couple of times last week where I needed to charge uh, a device, and I was away from my office or the house, and so I was able to charge that with my power bank. And I also carry several different charger cords so that I can plug into that power bank. And, you know, I'm glad to see that they're beginning to standardize toward the type C because I think I have devices with four different types of plugs. And so I carry each one of those cords with me in case I need it. I also carry a cigarette lighter plug adapter and I carry a wall adapter so that I can plug it into the wall somewhere that I am. I carry pens and highlighters in mine. I do a lot of reading. Uh, About half of that is on Kindle and about half of that is with paper books. And so I'm always reaching for a highlighter and I carry several different colors in there. I also carry a portable hard drive in mine. If I'm away from home, heaven forbid we ever had a fire, I have major things backed up on that. I have one in a fireproof file cabinet and I carry one with me. And that at times has allowed me to access information that I did not have on my computer but that I had stored on there that I needed to send out to some particular place. But that EDC bag is a place that you can carry more items than you can in your pockets. I carry an extra tourniquet. I carry some extra first aid. I carry medication. But that EDC bag is one of the things that you do want to have. And then a get-home bag is for carrying more substantial items that may not be needed regularly. And here I'm talking about things that you might need if you had to depend upon that bag to get home in some type of an SHTF situation. And in there, you might have a fixed blade knife, a larger flashlight. You know, I wouldn't want to try to live in the woods three days getting home on the light I carry in my pocket. So I have a larger flashlight in my GHB, my get home bag or my car bag. I also have a pretty decent first aid kit in there, carry a fire starting kit, personal water filter, carry some emergency blankets, and it's not a bad place to put a tarp or even a small two-man tent to have for shelter in case you were to have to use that to get home. So our EDC bag is something that we carry, our get-home bag is something that we carry, And it really just depends on how much you want to carry on you as an addition to an EDC bag or a car kit, especially, and I use it like this, I'm not going to go to the car to get a knife. So I carry actually multiple knives on me for different purposes. But you know, most of us do carry keys, a phone, a wallet, 
Some lawfully carry a firearm every day and some other things that can come in handy and even little kits that we can build. I carry a butane lighter. I quit smoking 30-something years ago. It was back in the 80s. And I quit smoking, but still to this day, I carry a butane lighter in my pocket, and I have several in the bags. It is something that I have been able to use, and probably the thing that I light the most with mine is candles, but I can build a fire with it. Big lighters or scripto, those are the two top, and I would go with those instead of the five for a dollar at the dollar store. Uh, The cheap ones tend to break. They tend to wear out quite easily. But the Bic and the Scripto seem to be pretty durable. And if you're carrying a refillable one, you can get it in the torch style or you can get it in the dual arc plasma. And I have both of those. Krista found me a, a lighter. I think it was about $15. And it has both the torch and the dual arc plasma on it. So there, I've got some options, but I carry that butane lighter in my left front pocket. I also carry a knife. Actually, I carry two knives. I carry a pocket knife, just a plain old three-blade pocket knife, and I carry a folding blade knife, and one is in my right front pocket, and one is clipped inside my left front pocket. But I also do have a, and I carry a multi-tool, so I have a blade on that if I were to need it. Now here's something else you might want to consider carrying, and I carry them and they come in very, very handy, and that's a flashlight. It doesn't have to be an expensive flashlight either. Many of them can be found in a big box store for around 20 bucks or even under. I got a great deal on one I'll tell you about in just a second. But you can get these that use AA batteries, AAA batteries. Krista got one not long ago that's USB. She just plugs it in every few days. You can get them that use the CR123 batteries. They're usually a smaller light or shorter light. Now, those batteries are a little bit more expensive. They're around 2 for $10 at the box store, but you can order them from Surefire, and this is just free gratis. I found them at Surefire on their website and was able to order them online for, I think, $2.07 each. Now, I said I'd tell you about a great little flashlight I found. I was in Rural King. That's just a great place to stop off, and Krista and I enjoy going in there and looking around and usually wind up going over there and playing with the baby chickens and the baby ducks and stuff, and I walked down the flashlight aisle, and there was one that's put out by Lincoln, L-I-N-C-O-L-N, Lincoln, and it's two AA batteries. It's five inches in length, has an adjustable beam, and this one's 300, 350 lumens, something like that. Actually, it's light enough that I can carry it in my shirt pocket very, very easily. I also have a Smith & Wesson that uses three AAA, and it's four and a half to five inches long, and I clip that one inside my back pocket. So yes, I'm carrying two flashlights. I'm carrying two knives. Remember the saying, two is one, one is none. Here's something that we all tend to get a little lax on, and that's carrying first aid first aid kits. Now, the first one I built was in an Altoid kit. I made one for Krista, 
and I made her an emergency kit, and that's kind of how I eased her into prepping as far as the everyday carry type stuff. But you can use an Altoids box. That's just a mint box, and it's just it's an old-fashioned tin, and it's probably four inches wide, three inches across the other way, three inches across, and about three quarters of an inch deep and you can put a lot of little first aid things in there band-aids you can put betadine wipes you can put you know different types of alcohol preps things like that you can put skin closures in there you can put band-aids in there all kinds of things that you could put in there to carry and that can either go into your edc bag or it can go into a back pocket as well now, one that I told Krista the other day, I I want to find one of the old-fashioned small coin purses, the rubber one that, like our granddaddy carried, and you squeeze it and it opens up and he had his change in there. I want to get one of those and try to make a small first aid kit. But really, any pocketable container would do for this type thing just to be able to carry some first aid equipment or gear or supplies with you now i know one guy that carried in his wallet he carried a few band-aids an alcohol prep and an antibacterial packet how many times would that do what we really needed to do we nick ourselves, we cut ourselves, and it's not bad enough to pull out the big first aid kit but it's something that we could use that we have on our body to be able to do that at the time. I carry a bandana. I've always carried handkerchiefs. That's just something I grew up with. That Dad and Mom always made sure that we had a handkerchief when we left to go to school, when we left to go to church, wherever we went. We had some kind of a handkerchief on us. And since I've discovered bandanas, I have totally switched over to a bandana, and I don't even know where there's a handkerchief in this house. I'm sure there are some, but I know where there's a number of bandanas, and you carry that, and you can do anything that you can do with a handkerchief plus some. You can blow your nose with it. You can make a bandage out of it. You can make a sling out of it. You can filter water with it. So a bandana might not be a bad thing for you to carry. Now, I carry a thumb drive. I carry a thumb drive. Sometimes I have it in my pocket, but I always have a couple in my EDC bag. One of those is usually doesn't have very much on it so that I can take some information and put on it. The other drive carries emergency information on there. It has our communications plan with the various repeaters. It has all of our family phone numbers, our contact list. And it has an emergency plan on there. But you can put anything on there that you might need. I had an occasion where I had to email to our personnel department the front and back of my driver's license. And interestingly, I had scanned those and put them on that thumb drive. So it was just a matter of clicking on a few buttons rather than going to find a place that I could copy my driver's license for them. Something else I carry, and I carry it in my right front pocket, and that's chapstick. It's always good for protecting the lips and the skin. You can rub it on your hands or face if you need to. Did you know you could use chapstick for starting a fire? It will burn. You can also use it for temporary waterproofing, especially on leather or seams of shoes and boots. Just anywhere you could use that as a temporary waterproofing. 
You can also use it as a lubricant. You can lubricate a zipper that's stuck. And Jim Curtis says you can actually use it to rub onto your knife when you don't have oil and you you're, have used your blade, you've washed it, and you need to coat it with something. He said in a pinch, you can use chapstick. And of course, you can use it as well to stop small cuts from bleeding. Now, while we're talking about some of the things that we could carry for stopping cuts from bleeding and stuff, and we talked about the first aid kits a few minutes ago, I carry a couple of blowout kits. Now, what do I mean for a blowout kit or a blowout pack? Well, the commercial ones have a certain number of things in there, and they're pretty much the same in every one, and it's going to have bleed stop, it's going to have rubber gloves, it's going to have tourniquet, and most of them will have chest seals and things like that, and um, Israeli bandage or something like that. So it's basically designed to deal with gunshot wounds or with knife wounds. And so we wear cargo pants for uniform pants. And I do like cargo pants, and I have some of several different colors. And I will wear them often at times when I could be wearing blue jeans. And so what I've done is I've vacuum sealed a couple of bandages, a couple of rolls of gauze, and a part of a roll of medical tape. And I vacuum seal that at such a size that it fits in the left cargo pants on my left thigh in my uniform pants. And my uniform pants, the pockets are slightly smaller than my off-duty ones. And so whatever fits in the uniform pants will fit in the others. And I carry that, and I have used that on duty when I encountered a gunshot victim. And I was there long before the medical folks got there. And this would fit not only in that type of pants pocket or something, but it would fit very well in an EDC bag. Now, I carry the professional ones. They're issued to us, and I've bought several over the years for our personal vehicles. We have one in each vehicle. And I figure that it would be good if we come upon a major automobile accident and there's no other medical help and equipment on the scene when I get there. And so this might be something that I would need. But if I carry it on my body, I don't have to go back to the truck to get it. And if I have something in my EDC bag, which actually goes with me everywhere, if I go into a restaurant, it goes in there. And so I wouldn't have to go back to the vehicle to get that. Now, off-duty, I do carry that tourniquet, a couple of rolls of gauze, and a couple of bandages and dressings. But there's a tourniquet on my belt, my law enforcement belt. And when we're out, there's one usually in one of my pockets, and there's always another one in my EDC bag. So what we want to do is consider what we carry, consider what we may need at any time, and go back and look at what we're carrying now. And have we gotten away from carrying some of the things that we need, and we know that we really need to do that? And, you know, we can build little kits and we can even store those in the glove box or the console and take the ones that we want at the time that we need them. If we're going out and hike or something, you might reach in and pull out the fire kit and the tender kit. 
You might even pull out a fishing kit or a larger first aid kit. So it's just a way to encourage us to look at what we carry, look at what we've gotten away from carrying as a reminder that we need to put that back in our pocket and we need to replace things that we have used in the last weeks, months, or whenever it was then we built that kit. So we do appreciate you listening today. We always appreciate our listeners, and we certainly appreciate our sponsor today, ProLine Digital Group. And we just encourage you to go to the website or go to our Facebook page or go to our show notes and click on that link and go see what ProLine Design Group might be able to do for you. And we will see you next time. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. If you haven't done this already, go ahead and click the subscribe button so you'll never miss one of our episodes and share it with your friends and family. You can reach us on Facebook at Practical Prepping. You can email us at info at practicalprepping.info. And our website is practicalprepping.info. And as always, remember, stuff happens. Stay prepared.